You're listening to Dead Air Podcast, part of SplatterPictures.net. What's up, everybody? Wes Deadair Nipe here. Without Lydia, I think she went out to go bury the bodies. For episode 10, we're going to do something a little different. We've got a bunch of questions that were fielded to us, so we're going to answer them. And then we'll get back into the regular show for episode 11. I'm not sure if I'm going to divide this up. It's going to be pretty long if we don't divide it up, so I'll probably divide it up. So this one is going to be fielding a bunch of questions, and then the next episode we will be doing the loved ones so look forward to that and now on with the show what's up everybody wes dead air nipe here with always typical lydia i'd like to talk about something briefly oh god (laughs) don't be afraid so um earlier this week or maybe last week you lydia had suggested that we do a mailbag episode and get some people to ask us questions and stuff like that. So I was like, that's pretty cool. We have, we've had, had a couple of people ask us some things in the last few months. Um, not many though. So I was hoping, I was like, you know what? I'll get a few more questions. I just want a couple more questions. And then we could get more of a podcast out of it. Or at least more, like half of a podcast. Yeah, because I've kind of got three tidbits. Two questions and, and a thing. Yeah. So what I, I said, you know what? I'll hit social media and I will put it out there that we will be fielding questions for episode 10, which is this episode. And so Facebook, Twitter, the splatterpictures.net site, not a single question. Flatline. Not a single question. And here's the thing. I sometimes get a, a misconstrued sense of how... What people are willing to do, especially considering our audience is still at this point small. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I people are listening. I can see the clicks on SoundCloud and on the website. I can see people are listening. I know that they are. It's not just all me. It's not just all you and my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks, Mom. <laughs> thanks, Mom. I really, really. Uh, but I, I, we're still, like, I just... By today, I'm just like, I'm just not fucking important. Like, I'm just not fucking important. <laughs> That's not even it, though, because you look at places like um, large magazines. There's a couple magazines I read that have podcasts, and sometimes they'll hold contests and stuff. And the entries are, the pool is really small. Yeah. Really small. Even though they may have thousands of listeners, people just don't uh, take up that call to action. Unfortunately, it's true, and it's funny because I was when I was walking over here, the blistering cold. Thanks, again, because seriously, it's horrible. Yeah, while I was walking over here, I was thinking, "Fuck!" You know, the whole reason why I did this podcast was because I realized that I was the art. I was asking people too much. I felt I'm making someone sit down and read. A 650 to a 1,000 word review of a film. And people don't want to do that. They want top 10 lists. They want something they can digest easily on Facebook while they're on the shitter. Or, you know, they're not here to read a book. They're not here to read a short, like a, a big fucking review. They're not. So I said, I know. We'll do a podcast. 
and then I'm asking you to do nothing. You can literally do other things while you're listening to the podcast. Yeah, totally passive. We ask nothing of you. Because when I'm when I'm at work, I that's what I typically do. I have a podcast in my ear, mm-hmm. and I'll be listening to it. And I, and I complete, complete, just do my job, and it's nice. It's better than music. For some reason, I find people talking helps me focus more at my job. Or when I'm at home playing a game or something like that, I'd rather listen to a podcast. And I guess people are fine with just passively listening to the podcast. But I fucked up, and I asked them to do something. Oh, God. It's all my fault. It's all my fault. Well, it's okay. Maybe it's a big piece of humble pie for me to just digest. It's also, it just, you know, it reminds me, again, that the pool of active listeners is always really, really small. I listen to quite a few podcasts. I'm really into some podcasts. My level of engagement is fairly low just because I don't really engage that often with people I don't know. But when I want to, they're there, right? I think that's probably why we've had the the few questions that we've had already that I felt should be addressed. Yeah. it mostly came from something that wasn't even a question. Right. It came from a statement from the artist that had created the Scarecrows for Mr. Jones, who sent yeah. us an email saying, thank you for the review. I guess they haven't had a lot of reviews. And Maybe a lot not, of people yeah. don't get that film. And we discussed things that people wouldn't get when we reviewed that. Yeah. And we talked about the things that people would get stuck on or why people would dismiss the film or why... A lot, a lot of things that wouldn't hook people yeah. that were things that we could intellectually like dissect. And mm-hmm. a lot of them were reasons why we did like it. Yeah. But at least we took the time to talk about it. And it was a film that caught our eye and we were impressed by it and impressed enough to review it. Mm-hmm. And he was really grateful for that. Yeah. And we were equally grateful for that sort of input and that sort of contact. Oh, the idea that, that we did a podcast about Mr. Jones and that not only did someone who worked on the film hear it, they took the time to message us. And that's just really great. And one of the things that I, even when I was doing quote unquote reviews, I always tried to emphasize to people because I would get questions. I mean, you even asked me around when we first met, kind of not like you didn't say it like this, like, where do you get off? telling people what's good and what's bad. You didn't word it quite like that. But no, but that, I'm also, I'm constantly questioning me, like, who am I to tell people? So, yeah. yeah. And, and and I think that I, I'm not here to shit on the genre, and I'm not here to shit on good work. I'm here to talk about horror films from a horror fan perspective, because I was personally tired of reading reviews in newspapers and bigger magazines and stuff like that that were almost anytime they had anything good good to say about a horror film it was almost apologetic oh i know this is a stupid horror film but i have to or or they would crap all over a movie that was really well done and and they but they they feel they can't like it or they're and i suppose i don't this is someone who wants to watch oscar films and is being sat down in front of a slasher and won't like it because it's not Oscar nominated. Because yeah, like it, the folk fan music reviewer that goes to see Marilyn Manson and shits all over him. Yeah, because this isn't music. It was like, well, it's all music and it's all film. Mm-hmm. Just because y- you you don't dig it doesn't mean it's not valid. And someone could look at a movie like Mr. Jones and just shit all over it. Mm-hmm. But I saw real craftsmanship in that film. And 
and and and the I and, and it was almost like a validation for me because I've always wanted someone who worked on a film that maybe got dumped on for the wrong reasons just to hear something positive because of the hundreds of hours that went into making it sometimes oh, completely sometimes and, thousands of hours and that it's an and one of the creators that worked on one of the set pieces basically yeah that really caught our eye and we were impressed and we didn't exactly we didn't gush or fawn over the craftsmanship but it was definitely yeah. we were impressed and we made no bones about it yeah um the sort of segues into the other statement and this was early on and i believe it was pre-podcast but it i feel it's valid and counts a question that you were posed um and a question that a lot of reviewers get and podcasters and this is also something that colin mcknight from uh, dreadful tales got asked um why do you always review things you like it's like mm-hmm. they're clamoring for reviewers to shit on things they yeah. want reviewers to hate things they want people mm-hmm. and i listen to enough podcasts where people are constantly talking shit about creators writers directors actors uh, actors get shit on yeah. horrifically and people will say really vile things yeah and put it right out into the in into the common collective that they think someone should die or they think an actor or actress is shit or stupid and they'll you know why would we want to waste our time sitting here waste our time watching a movie we don't like then waste even more time thinking and talking about it and researching it and then waste even more time in our listeners time listening to us pan something and be angry and be shitty yeah but look i'll put it on front street if i don't like something you'll hear about it if i think something is bad and not worth your time i'll tell you i've definitely written bad reviews in the past but it just so happens that everything on the podcast so far i've liked it's not and 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 so i'm not gonna look for the wrong answer if i've if i sat down and i watched the film i've genuinely enjoyed that and sure there are ringers there are films that i've picked personally that i like but i've never seen the the loved ones i never saw Mr. Jones, uh, I'm pretty sure we've done uh, Alice, Sweet Alice. Mm-hmm. I don't, th- and I'd never seen The Burning. Yeah, you'd never seen The Burning. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd never seen Macabre. Macabre when, was so brilliant. Yeah, and and again, Macabre came to me as I liked the box, mm-hmm. and so I bought the movie. That's just what I do, and I could have easily watched Macabre and hated it. But guess what? I liked the box and I loved the movie. It's in my top five um, horror movies of all time. And that's an extensive list. I don't say that lightly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just love it so much. And I could watch that movie at any time. If someone's like, you want to watch Macabre? I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to watch oh, Macabre. Oh, I totally watch I'm, Macabre again. I'm in. And that's like the the beauty of sharing things that you like. It's not yeah. like, hey, here's this horrible movie that I hated so much. I think yeah. that you should watch it because I yeah. also hate you. But I mean, if I were to, sh- if, if I sat you down and said, hey, Lydia, for this episode, I want to do Macabre. You were like, all right, you'd never seen it. But if you didn't like the movie, I wouldn't say, okay, now, okay, you didn't like it, but I want you to, you have to like it. You must like it. So please <laughs> tell me you liked it. It's not that. It's just good is fucking good. Yeah. And, and so the idea that reviewing things that I like, it's mostly a coincidence, I assure you. Mm-hmm. But that being said... Fuck it. I like to be more... I'd rather be positive about the films that we're talking about 
than angry. Even even movies that are um, that I've been sent. Uh, I used to get sent a lot of movies, um, especially like micro budgeted indie films. Just people trying to get out there. And one thing I would do is I'd take it into context. I'd be I'd sit there and I'd be handed a film by some people who made it, and and uh, I'd be like, all right. So this was made by this, it, there's independent films and then there's independent films <laughs> where it's a, it's people and their friends and they're trying yeah but they're there's there's literally no money or or you know no one's really an actor uh, you know so I'll I'll take that into consideration I've given good reviews to films that you know, were not very professional. No, that's why we should do Soul Tangler because there's like, say, Necromantic and Soul Tangler, put them like a VFV, and there's, you know, craftsmanship and desire and passion and interesting writing and interesting scenes and interesting use of music and camera and just the subject matter. And then you take Necro, um, not Necromantic, you take on the other hand Soul Tangler. And it is um, not as much passion there, subpar acting, all the things that make an independent movie really good yeah. are missing from yeah. the independent movie yeah. that's not very good. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and I won't critique things like budget, but I will I will mm-hmm. start to, to, to try to give positive feedback like you know, lighting's pretty important guys like that's something that you're going to want to um work on or the one shining thing like if it's um really bad audio i've watched a lot of independent films where yeah. i can hardly get through them because the audio is just so bad and muffled yeah um yeah it's a gear problem yeah it's totally a gear and technical problem yeah. and again but like those are the if you're looking to for a place to spend your cash mm-hmm. try that Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but reviewing, choosing something to review, it's not only just coincidence that we're reviewing things that we like. It's also by design because we want to watch a film that the other hasn't seen sometimes. And we, yeah. we're definitely feeding each other films that we liked yeah. because we want your opinion on it. Or also, it comes from that point of view. Like with The Loved Ones, this is a good example of it, of and Satan's Little Helper, where mm-hmm. I'm like, I love this. Please validate this or yeah. tell me I'm crazy because I need to know if this absolutely sucks and there's something wrong with my brain, yeah. you need to tell me. So yeah. I'll make you watch it and then I'll watch you watch it. There's, there's <laughs> that hope. There's that hope yeah. in your mind that I hope they like it. I really want them to like it. I almost, if they don't like it, I'm going to be so crushed. Well, I'm not only so crushed, just you'll question like. Do I even know what's good and bad? Yeah. Yikes. Because there's definitely films out there that I've really liked. I've walked out of theaters with groups of friends and and everyone is just... They got that... You know when everyone leaves a movie and you can tell the crowd is... Hmm, that didn't work out, did it? And you're just grinning ear to ear and you're, you're all excited. But you don't get that, that, sort of, that sort of post-film cigarette. You don't get... That moment where you, your friends all go to the restaurant after the movie to sit down and eat and you all just talk about and gush yeah. about the things that you liked because, or, and then, and then I'll sit there all quiet because I'm not, 
I'm not socially brave enough to try to defend a film. Yeah, because they're all like, well, that sucked. Anyway, let's go to Zach's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm mad about this. I'm mad about that. And and, and you're just saying, well, I'm, I'm kind, of, kind of, I liked it, I guess. I face this all the time because I'm a Nicolas Cage fan. I, I like Nicolas Cage. You <laughs> so know, many people don't. <laughs> people always say, is, is Nick Cage good or is he bad? And, and, I, and, I, and I, this is my answer, my stock answer for Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. He knows... Exactly what he's doing. Oh, that that is that yeah, is my that's answer. A brilliant answer. That's to that. that's he like it, like when he's acting that if he's acting quote unquote bad, he knows what he's doing. He knows what movie he's in. He knows how he's acting. And sometimes you'll get uh, Leaving Las Vegas, and sometimes you'll get the Wicker Man remake. And either way, you're gonna love it for completely different reasons. Yeah, you, totally. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's it. Like he knows exactly what he's doing. That's my that's my stock answer for Nicolas Cage. What is his uh, the title of his vampire movie? Is it Kiss of the Vampire? I think it's Kiss of the Vampire. You ever seen him in his vampire movie? Like mid eighties. I have. I don't remember what the title of it was though. Either way, we should definitely check that out and you wanna... see if we want to. Yeah, cause, just because I love Nicolas Cage so much. He has some really good freak outs. And it's not just, I do kind of just watch Nicolas Cage for when he does freak out, because he will. Always, 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 always. Yeah. I want to see him with like veins popping out of his temples and screaming in the, <laughs> that's what I want to see. Swear words. Just catapulted out of his mouth. <laughs> love that. But I love the whole build-up and the whole entire film's around it, of course, for sure. But uh, he has a pretty nice freak-out in... I think it's called Kiss of the Vampire. Um, and it's sort of like, if you were a Nick Cage virgin, or way back in the day, I, I couldn't imagine seeing that as my first like foray into Nick Cage. Luckily, I had all kinds of Nicolas Cage before I saw that film, so... It was just beautiful to see. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's something. Like an awkward grad picture. It's an <laughs> awkward grad photo. Entry into his resume. Love it. Anyway, we talked about Nick Cage way too much already. It's true. I'm sorry. It's all right. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to remember what the other question statement thing from somebody was. What the hell was it? We've gotten questions before. Are you going to have guests ever? Yeah. So... That was the one that, because I just went, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Who? Why? I don't know. Well, um, the answer to that would be, sure. Here's the thing about guests, though. I do, y- you kind of have to get them to do it. And they, they kind of want to, and, and it's... We're based in Ottawa. I podcast naked. I, I podcast. And, and <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I enjoy I watching her podcast naked. Well, you're tied to a chair. You don't have much of a choice, Wes. It's true. Yeah. Just bring me out of the basement every week. Yeah. So we podcast from Ottawa. We podcast from Ottawa. So we would either have to travel to do that or do it over Skype. And since I've never seriously entertained the idea, I'm not exactly sure how to do it. Now... I do know a couple of people, and I'm pretty sure 
you do as well. A couple, at least. Uh, a couple of people. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who yeah. um, work in the film industry. Who oh, God. have made horror films. And even locally, I could name at least five people who would just be super fun to have on the show. Sure. And I'm not opposed to doing that. It's just, I guess in my head, I always envisioned... I've said this before. I'll say it again. Spotterpictures.net and the Dead Air podcast have always been about me exploring my hobby. And so its inception was that. It was... I like horror films. I feel like I keep missing a bunch of them. I feel like there's gems that are that no one's talking about or not many people are talking about. Uh, the ones that they don't play every month during Halloween or like, you know, like the ones that everyone knows, there's more to it than that. And I know if you look hard enough, you can find brilliant horror films. Or new things about them, like how we discovered Maniac is a Christmas film. Yeah. And, 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 and I just wanted to go on this journey and I thought, fuck it, I'll write about it because I also wanted to write. That was a secondary passion of mine. And the podcast is just an evolution of that where y'all take my education and we'll go on the exact same journey we were going on before. And I know I sound like a fucking mystical like idiot when I say that. Oh, it's going on this magical journey. Take me uh, with you, sir. Oh, uh, take my hand. We'll go into the rainbow of horror forever. Yes. <laughs> but it's true. And so I guess within that, I never thought about having guests and doing. <laughs> Sorry, the rainbow. <laughs> rainbow of horror. The mystical rainbow of horror. All its colors of red and black and blue for Bruce's. Look, it's Robert England. Toby Hooper, take my hand. Come, quick. We will fly in the wings of Clive Barker. <laughs> oh, God, I still want to bust your party up with a giant lawnmower strapped to my chest. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Screw your happy fucking My Little Pony Land. Jesus, this is horror. Whatever. Yes. You can be happy and like horror. Um, <laughs> boop. Anyway. By the way, that sound is in every fucking one of our goddamn episodes. Because I'm lazy and that <laughs> shit shuts itself down. Yeah. Anyways. Damn. Anyways. Um, so, sure. Guests, why not? If that's what you guys want. If you guys want guests, if you guys would want us to talk to people who have made some of these films... Look, I will do it. I will try. I In radio, I got interviews with people that you'd never thought that you could. People are usually willing to do it. It's just a matter of we would have to, like, I mostly Skype interviews if we wanted to get somebody. I hate Skype personally, but, yeah, we can always figure something out. And like, I understand Skype has its limitations. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to be sitting down in front of somebody. It feels a lot more organic. But... I mean, I'm not going to take that off the table if I could get somebody really interesting or cool and say, well, we can't do it via Skype. I mean, like, put my hat in the ring for interviews 
at some of the the horror cons, sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I definitely know people that I could probably get an in with, but I mean, then you're kind of asking a lot of someone's time. You are, and we're also I like I'm not against it either, but I just don't see where it would fit in the current programming yeah i mean special episodes that's what it would have to be it would have to be it would have to be here is an episode where we talk to a writer or a director or an actor from this and let's just talk to them and there you have it my fear is that the podcast will then become about who's the hot guest and Mm -hmm. it will be less about us just sort of again exp- that original mystical journey of of exploring the horror uh rainbow rainbow the horror rainbow <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't see it but i'm i like, so badly want to be like do me on it but no that's like so wrong i do have a special place in my heart for anchorman <laughs> uh-huh. is that from anchorman it totally is <laughs> You can't even say rainbow around me without me, my brain saying one of two things. One is do me on it. The other one is go back to your home on Whore Island. (laughs) So anyway, but you're right. It would become about who is going to be on next. And it would be, unfortunately, I find interview podcasts and guest focused shows it's really catch as catch can because I'm like, oh, they're talking to this guy. I don't want to listen to that guy. Oh, they're talking to that girl. I'm I've listened to her too much. Oh, they're talking about this person. Now I'm going to listen. And I'm going to listen to their two-part, four-hour special. And then the next, like, four podcasts, I'm like, not interested, not interested, not interested. As they raise the caliber of guests. Yes. Then I become more and more picky as that goes on. Yeah. Because you want someone big. You just want it bigger. Yeah. I fall into that trap myself yeah. where someone has an interview and now I just want... A better interview. Or I want something more like that. Mm-hmm. And you're not always going to get it. Might make us more popular, though. We might actually get some fucking questions Might when I ask for them. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, don't be like that. No, um, I'm mad now. Oh, don't pout. I hate it when you pout. People don't like me, Lydia. I try so hard. Maybe that's the problem. You're, you're so funny because you're just like, you look so... Um, I don't even know the word for it. I was going to say facetious, but it's not facetious. I don't believe you. (laughs) You don't give a shit. Yeah. Might as well eat worms. Delicious. Delicious. Give me some more. Om nom worms. The other thing that makes me vote down on guests is that I'm comfortable. I'm lazy. I'm a creature of habit. I like these two chairs and this one microphone that Wes constantly pets like a penis pet. And yeah. nah, you can cut that out. <laughs> no, it's okay. Gross. Everyone will just know that my fascination with cock knows no bounds. My poor microphone. <laughs> it's been molested. <laughs> but no, um, I do. I do like the two-person conversation a lot better than having to go through that arduous rigmarole of preparing questions, doing research, and then hosting a guest and things like that. It's just really... It's true. I would feel awkward if it was the three of us doing an interview because I was like, would one of us end up just being quiet? I would fear, I would fear, and this is no slight against you, I would fear that you would end up being quiet. 
and just, and just watching you guys talk. <laughs> I, the, the, and 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 that's only because of how much I would be likely to talk, and how much since this show I really do the lion's share of it, um, which is which is the way that I wanted it because I know how it is for you when you get into things and then you end up doing all of the work. And so very early on, I promised you, I will do the lion's share of the work. This will never be about you having to do everything. At the time I was on uh, other podcasts, I was guesting a lot more often. Yeah. So I was busier, a lot busier. You were, you were very busy, but even, even so, this was my idea and I did ask you to do it and I don't feel as though, so I wouldn't want, basically, I was like, I was like, yeah, let's do guest Lydia. Can you set that up? Cause I feel like that's what <laughs> would end up happening. I'd be like, and I mean, I'm not saying that I don't, hmm. I'm so used to also letting guests just say whatever they want because I'm going to ferret out what I want in print and not to make interviewees ever sound any less amazing than they are, but I'm definitely going to mine for gold. Yeah. And it's not that it makes them sound better, but in the end it really does because you cut out the crap and yeah. you get that awesome response. And it's not that it's, you know cultivated necessarily it all comes about organically in an interview but you definitely are cherry picking yeah the the best response especially if they said something three times and you're calling that awesome response that they finally got to which doesn't always happen organically and everyone's different a lot of people their interview style and being interviewed is really kind of catches catch can and we don't have the time to play that kind of russian roulette it's true and I would really not want to ask anyone on the show and then make them feel or make them sound bad or or something. Because in the same sense that I would, I talk about films that make me excited and make me happy and that I think are well done, I also would want the creators to feel welcome and that this is a safe place. <laughs> and, 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 and I'm not going to twist something around to make them seem shittier or less intelligent because they're not the greatest at getting their thoughts out concisely, which happens a lot with creative people. Yeah. Very oftentimes, creative people are very scatterbrained. I'm, I am a very long-winded, rambly dude. I get it when it takes you a long time to get to your point. Or to even choose words. That's my problem. Yeah. I'll gap for like 10 minutes, man. It's horrible. Thank God for editing. We're also highly scripted and trained and amazing little voice actors. No. 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 Um, Look, Wes Deadair Nipe comes from my very terrible ability to have long pauses when I'm thinking. That's where it comes from. So it's much better than Wes pregnant pause night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You smuggling pumpkins there, Wes? Silence. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um yeah, so it did get ridiculous at some points, especially if I was doing a show and I was fucking tired. Mm. That's the other thing. I swear a lot and on air you can't. And we also podcast Late at night. Late at night. On weekends. Yeah. Where there's usually not many humans available. That is also true. I work at night, 
so I'm typically sleeping during the day, up during the evenings and overnights. Um, and you work, you, I mean, you have a regular job. Yeah. Like a regular human. Like a regular human. Like a regular That's human. That's what we tell the people. <laughs> I don't sleep. You don't sleep. I actually could, I wouldn't be surprised if that was true. And and so and so I would think about okay guests would essentially be um, regulated to cons weekends who's willing to speak to me so it's a lot of work. That being said, am I taking it off the table? Never. If that's what people want, if people are like, ah, I'd like to see you guys talk to a guest. All right, fine. Because I like you, and I'll just fucking do it. Yeah, and if more people were to like repeat that same sentiment or ask us over and over again, yeah, um, if we're going to have guests or when or who or whatever, it's also coming up into summertime convention season. Yep, will be hitting. So who knows? Yeah, who knows you never... if we luck out or if we we would have to be inspired to not even both of us, one of us at least would have to be inspired because we would support the other's passion to yeah. want to interview yeah. somebody. Yeah. And, and again, it doesn't just have to be horror films if you guys don't want. Uh, it, it's just... Uh, yes, it does. I'm sorry. Foot down. Bam. Why? Has to be. Because. What if someone worked on a video game that's horror related? You oh, well, that's okay. I thought you meant, like, we're going to check out the next dramedy. We're going to have a little buddy movie. We're going to watch a... What, what, do they, what do they call them? What do they call them? A bromance? Yeah. Oh, you thought I was talking about other genres? Yeah. No. I know. Gross, huh? Like The Notebook or something? Or we're going to go watch Hot Tub Time Machine? D- no. Okay. That's what the newspaper... You scared me. That's why I was like, no. That's what the newspapers talk about. That's not why I... Yes. Come like <laughs> come to spiderpictures.net. We'll talk about fucking, like, bridesmaids. Like, that's not... <laughs> that's not... That's what I got very worried about for a second. Very worried. Are you fucking high? No. That doesn't make any sense. I know. I'm scared now. I thought I was just like, I was like, nope, foot down. I'm like, fuck you. It's my goddamn show. Video games? Yeah, totally. If somebody was, you know, uh, creating for or horror music, I'm into horror music, horror yeah. anything, actually. Yeah. Horror anime? Well, we all know that. Yeah. You know, we have. Dead Cells to If you'd like to listen anime. to Dead Cells, that is available from Typical Lydia. At splatterpictures.net. Mm-hmm. Although you didn't give me the Dead Man, the dead man Wonderland episode. Oh, I know, because I'm brain dead. <laughs> totally. I know, and I've had Hellgirl half in the can for a while. I've just... Yeah. This is no pressure. It's at your own pace. I know. But you know what? Uh, I've had some questions. Where's the next Dead Cells? Yeah, me too. I know. Where's the next one? And, and I and I said, oh, no, there's there's one made. It's just she didn't give it to me. It's upstairs in my room. And I didn't feel like I could ask for it. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't been feeling well lately, so that's, that's okay. what's happened with that. I make up excuses to not do things, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's part of why we do enjoy, uh, like, review and talk about films that we enjoy because uh, we enjoyed what they brought to us. We understand how much of a sacrifice it is to make yeah. a film. And we're really, really appreciative of that. Yeah. So we're not going to shit on somebody's hard work. Because it is horribly hard work. It is blood, sweat, and tears. We're not going to yeah. sit here and be like, 
oh, well, this sucked because they cast that person and I hate this film because I would have done this differently. In my time writing for other websites, um, even my own, every so often you'll get one of those messages where they, like, you're a fucking, eat a dick, you don't know anything about horror, you fucking suck. I get a couple of those. And, and then I feel bad. I'm like, oh. And I've maybe put, like, like you know, an hour, maybe two hours into writing some a piece. Podcast will take us, two, let's say, two hours to, to watch the movie, two hours to record, and then it'll take me about four hours to, to edit everything mm-hmm. down. And then, and then if someone doesn't like it, I'm like, oh, shit. I could not imagine if you dedicated <laughs> weeks, months, or years to a project, the lo- like 17, 18-hour days, no sleep, arguments. Money. Like money. Time and relationships with other people suffering more than likely. Yeah. The, the, you, the, the toll that it takes on people, mm-hmm. you can't get it back. And... They do it because they love filmmaking or, you know, like, there's lots of reasons why they do it. But but then for the, to be like, here, here is, here is my art. Here is my story. And then someone's just like, boo. I'm like, oh, I could not imagine what that must feel like. No, I can't either. I can't. And I've gotten some uh, creative criticism, shitty feedback. Well, you're you're an author, so you have a better idea. Of how shitty it is when people hate stuff? Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty shitty, but I don't have that sort of wide audience because you're really demanding a lot having to force people to read things. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Film is a little easier to gain an audience because you're not asking as much uh, musicians. It's even easier in a way. And I'm by no means saying that creating art in any format is easy or any genre no none of it's easy but it's a little easier to convince somebody to take three minutes out of their time to check out a song yeah than it is to be like you know take ten dollars and probably two weeks of attention and read a book this is totally it's asking different things with people yeah completely look i asked people to take a second and tweet me something and they didn't. So. <laughs> yeah, people just aren't engaged and do not respond to calls to action at yeah. all. So, yeah, but to put any sort of art in any form at all, visual artists probably have even the worst time because it's in front of you. It's an instantaneous consumption of that art. So they can give instantaneous feedback. And it's probably a lot more off the cuff and a lot less thought out when it's a visual artist. People look at a photograph and it's either thumbs up or thumbs down. Very rarely is someone going to sit there and dissect why they like it or why they don't like it or tell you. They're usually just going to not respond, say ew, or say yay. That's really it. Poor visual artists. It's like I know some incredibly talented artists. The uh, the the woman responsible for the pencils in the the comics that I've written, uh, her name's Sora Chabot, and her art is absolutely brilliant. But I am with her through those moments where like, people don't get it, or you know, you're waiting for that big hit, you're waiting for you're waiting for that next level in your career, and and it's rough, and 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 the amount of time and the talent that goes behind the work that she does. I was just like that pressure. I like, I feel that pressure, and and I'm not 
like secondhand pressure. secondhand pressure from that mm-hmm. and 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 to and honestly like my writing as a it, it, it's it hasn't gone up to the real test of a massive audience yet sure my reviews have hit people and so but no none, none of my i've i've i have made a, a semi like a part-time job out of talking about other people's art but I have never put my own art out there yet in a big way that everyone's going to see it. She does that all the time. Mm-hmm. And and you've done that. And so and and that 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 vulnerability that before you know exactly how someone's going to feel like it's ooh, like the edge of your seat the whole time. And 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 you know, thankfully like a lot of people like her stuff but then you you know like the, the, it's just like, you know, art, art, artsy people are are neurotic. We all are. (laughs) I suppose that's really it for mailbag Q&A. That is is it for the mailbag. Yeah, we squeezed our heads. We got it all out. We did. So we've learned a few things today. Guess, possible, Mm -hmm. uh, but it will never be the primary format of the show. Um, What else did we learn today? I think that's it. We appreciate... (laughs) we, We appreciate people... Who worked on the films? Yeah, we appreciate feedback. We appreciate from creators because we wouldn't be sitting here if it wasn't for people like that. Yeah, and I think they've many of them have heard this sentiment many times, and I say it with all sincerity. I love movies, and so what you people do is important to me, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's what I'm here to talk about, not here to shit on people's hard work.